Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one. The only Pucko Podcast! Thatch, we should do a topic of competitive battling. No, we did that not too long ago. Let's not... No, no, no. Let's do, like, evolutions or something. Uh, that, that's been done too many times. Uh, I, I don't know what to do then. I just don't know. Guys, guys, wait. Wait, I got an idea. And this week, it's gonna be a steal. It's Paco! Paco! It's Paco! Paco! Pokemon Underground Champions League, oh yeah! Paco! Grab your friends, it's that time Stop again! Yeah. Listen to the show with the phone and the It's Paco! Paco! And welcome to the 231st episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Shemu and Gator. And we are here to bring you the 231st episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. Uh, But we are more than just a podcast. For those of you who are listening to us, we are also a Pokemon community where we can hang out, battle, trade, do all these awesome, cool things, play Pokemon together, talk Pokemon together, live Pokemon together. That yeah. does all of this by himself. I do. <laughs> no, no. I started this because I didn't have anybody to do this with. And now, since he's risen to power, he's driven everyone else away. So I know. It's a catch-22, I tell you. Uh... <laughs> when you have so, so many slots taken in your 3DS friends. You can you only have find... 100, and friend, friend Safari's killed that for me. Let me just oh. say that. Friend Safari's killed that for me. Thanks, oh, yeah. Pokemon, for giving us a feature that lets us get hidden abilities. Yeah, and what's worse is it's just like, I can only have a hundred friends. What's yeah. up with that? I feel like I should be allowed to have more than a hundred friends on my 3DS. The problem isn't the hundred friends. The problem is when you've hit a hundred and you're like, okay, who do I get rid of? Yeah, right? That's the I... worst part. You don't want to feel like a jerk. No, not at all. Because I have IRL friends on there, and I definitely can't get rid of them. Yeah, right. So. No, my my uh my for getting rid of friends in my uh in through my friend codes, my 
my process has been if your favorite game is not Pokemon and I don't know you personally, <laughs> you are gone. Like that, like if it's just like, I've been playing Fire Emblem. Yep, you're gone. I've been playing Pokemon Shuffle. Yeah, you're gone. Poor Misty. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to ask you guys what I ask you guys every week. What have you been up to in Pokemon lately? Shamu, how about you kick us off? Uh, I've been just kind of like working with my gym team a bit. Yeah. Doing the interviews and such. Uh, the gym teams uh, that he's talking oh, cool. about so are for the Dira- Puckle Summer Dira- League. Oh, yeah. Uh, which will start, I believe we decided, like, on Memorial Day, I think. I think? That sounds familiar. I think that's when we decided that was going to happen. I'll check real quick. I totally won't be busy that week, I promise. <laughs> this is a lie. This is 100% a lie. Because I, I'm i getting married literally that Saturday. Yeah, but this is Pokemon. That's more important. I think so. I'm going to make sure my gym oh. time is 2 p.m. on Saturdays, okay? And So we don't have it on the calendar. I don't we don't have it on the calendar this. yet. We should probably add it. but I don't think we have like anything on this except for the whatever the bleh, chat box meetups. Yeah, I, I mean, meet. we should probably start adding to it, yeah. We should. And, we'll uh, get on it. Yeah, we'll get on it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, gym team. What, what's going up with your gym team? What type, Have you figured out what type you're doing yet? I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm thinking dark. I'm thinking okay. dark right now. That'd be interesting. Just because I can't use Shuckle on Bug, so there's no reason <laughs> for me to use Bug anymore. Because I've, I've essentially done everything I can do with it. You ruined without... Shuckle for everybody, though. You realize I did. this? I... Not yeah, really, because my Shuckle is named Doctor Shamu. So, <laughs> oh, that's so not ruined for me. Okay. Uh, no. You ruined it for a lot of people, though. But... Uh, you just like you just well, I ruined, ruined stall in general. You ruined stall in the summer league in general. Yes, you did. Yeah. yeah. There's no reason that any gym match should go to timer. That yeah. just shouldn't happen. <laughs> just not happening. No, it should. And what's so worse bad. is like there's no way to edit the timer in Pokemon, like in the online battles. Which I mean, they give you an that... hour, which should be long enough, right? <laughs> But yeah, it, sh- it 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 should. It should be, but it's it's not sometimes. <laughs> but there's no way to edit it. No way. I've proven that. It's kind of weird though. Yeah, like no. It's probably better for the better though for an hour. Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, how about you, Gator? What have you been up to since last week? Well, I've been looking and trying to decide what I want to do for a uh, if I end up being one of the gym leaders for. Uh, the summer league. So I've been sitting here debating whether or not I'm going to go with a flying gym or a psychic gym. Um, of course I can't use either the flying or psychic gym. Those items are no longer available. But... <laughs> <laughs> that was 100% what I was thinking. I'm thinking Halucha flying gym. Uh... Uh, no, we discussed that last week. It's not going to happen. Stop trying to make fetch happen. Thatch. Um, uh, it was flying gym. Halucha is really good though. It is good, but we'll see. Um, so I'm just I'm still debating back and forth. I don't know. I'm gonna see what the rest of everything shakes out before I make a decision on what I what I go for. Um, I tend to like teams. I've dragons my favorite type, um, but I also like ghosts and I like um, psychics and I like flying. So we'll see. I'm just playing around with it right now. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, the team building for gyms is a lot of fun actually with those restrictions. 
it's, yeah. it's super sketchy because when you're doing that, you there's always something you miss that's obvious. Yeah. Like when I was putting the flying team together, there was no good niche for a rapid spinner or a defogger <laughs> like that I could find with yeah. the team I wanted to build. So it made me go back to scratch. Mm-hmm. But it's not a big deal. It's still fun. Everybody should still come out and participate. And it's not like you have a lot of restrictions if you're being a player in the gym. Oh, no, uh, not at all. Yeah. You have it's the gym leaders that have the challenge. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, yeah. it should be fun. And then this week we're recording early enough that I should be able to make it the TCG. So for everybody, Do you have that a deck really, for that. Uh, it's, I'm going to use my fairy psychic deck. OK, so for everybody that was worried about me last week and not being able to go, we're going to we're going to fix that this week. We're remedying the issue here. It's, it's going to be good. And as you're listening to this in the future, I've uh, won the tournament and I've won everything and <laughs> I am now the Pokemon master. So bow to me, I guess. I don't know. Speaking of that, I'm going to a uh, I'm going to a premiere challenge next weekend. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So I've been oh, like gosh. I've been like hardcore practicing VGC and trying to build a team and it's it's going almost well. Wasn't there a pre-release this week? Uh, there are this week. There's one next week at the same time as the premiere challenge next week. Well, not at the same time, but like the premiere challenge starts at, I think, um, what time is it? It starts around maybe 11 o'clock and then the pre-release starts at like four. So there's, it's like a whole day of everything. So if anybody goes to the pre-releases or whatever, send us an email. Tell us how it went. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about sticking around, and uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to stick around or not because it's like thirty bucks, which is a little much. You well, know that's what I about mean? how much it is for a, a Magic yeah. the Gathering pre-release. It's yeah, not... I mean, I mean, it's a little much for me though. That's all I'm Same saying. Same thing with Yu-Gi-Oh. Like you get about twenty though. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you guys that it's a reasonable price for a pre-release. I'm talking about me personally. And. <laughs> okay. What you're a scientist? You make billions of dollars. What not yet. About? I'm a graduate student. <laughs> I'm not a full fledged scientist yet. They haven't. They haven't hooded me yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, Illuminati confirmed. <laughs> That's what they do. They they give you a hood at your graduation. And uh, but either either way, I'm pretty excited. I think there are some Puckalonians actually going to the one I'm planning on going to. Um, I, I'm going to send them, I'm going to send a couple of messages around to the boys that I know are in the area and see if any of them want to like meet up at that and participate in it together. And I think it'd be really cool. First of all, just to do that. Um, it's like a mini nationals. I'm so hyped about this. I would like, I wasn't thinking I wasn't going to go because Misty's running a race that morning. And I was like, you know, I'll just be supportive. I'll go wait for her at the finish line and everything. And I told her about it. She's like, no, you should totally go to this. And I'm more hyped than I should be. Like, I'm pretty excited. Well, I mean, for the rest of our listeners that don't get to hang out with you, um, I'd like to give them their, your phone number just so they can reach you directly <laughs> and talk to you. Because, like, you know, or you can just go back and find it because it is still actually is. available on the Buckle Podcast. It's like a hidden gem. You but 200 of them. Yeah, there's like 230 episodes, but you just <laughs> need to uh, you need to dig through them, and one of them actually has my phone number in it. So good luck, everybody. <laughs> I might have to do that now. Do you not, Shamu, do you not have my phone number? No. I should give you my phone number. Yeah. I've got Thatch's phone number. Yeah. I try to give it to all of you guys. I don't have. I haven't haven't had it. Uh, Just in case you guys, like, ever need to get a hold of me for some reason. That that happens. I mean, my favorite favorite anecdote about giving you guys my phone number is when Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were announced. I gave uh, Cleary my phone number. 
because uh, like it's just easier if like you guys aren't by your computer or something. We're gonna and like last week, Gator was reading a book and he completely lost track of time, and so okay. I shot him a text and I'm like, "Hey, uh, we gotta record," and he's just like, "Oh yeah." Um, but Cleary, uh, the day that Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire were announced, uh, he calls my phone. And first of all, I got really scared because, like, he had a job where, like, if they found out he was doing this or something, he might have gotten fired or something. So I was just like, oh, man, please don't tell me Cleary got fired. And <laughs> he he calls me up and he's just like, no, Gen 5 or, or Gen th- or Hoenn confirmed. That's all he tells me. Hoenn confirmed. And so if that ever happens again, like, you guys are more than welcome to call me. <laughs> so if anybody wants to confirm something to Thatch, his phone number is 574-555-5555. How about you tell me, right, tell, tell me your number right now, Thatch? I'll write it down. I'm not going to yeah. tell you it on air. <laughs> they have to go look for it. They have to hunt, okay? Gator gave them enough of a clue, and they can go and find it somewhere hidden in the recesses of, uh, recesses of the podcast. It's hilarious. I still get text messages occasionally from from that uh from that commercial that we did <laughs> with my phone number in it. Oh, oh well, there's another. It happens occasionally. It's like once every like three or four months, I'll get one. I'd like to thank our dedicated fans for slogging through those episodes. Yes, um, I would like to do that as well. All oh, right, man. all right, then, guys. Uh, we are gonna hit it on over to the news because there were some things that were announced this week that we can talk about. So we're gonna do that. So, cue the epic music. Coming to you live from the Lavender Town Radio Tower, this just in! And onto the news. For those of you who have been following Pokemon news, you are very much aware of this. There are some trademarks that have been made um, for two names, uh, Sol Galeo and Lunala. I think that's how you pronounce them. It's very hard to pronounce. It's a Pokemon name. Uh, Sol Galeo or something like that. And then and Lunala. 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 I don't Lunala. know. Uh, but either way, these are speculated to potentially be the names of the cover art legendaries for Sun and Moon. Which I guess would make sense. Um, these have not been um, confirmed by the the Nintendo com- or Nintendo or anything. They weren't even trademarked by Game Freak as Pokemon Sun and Moon. The actual game titles were. So that's very interesting to me that these were not um, trademarked by them. So I don't know. We're gonna have to wait and see. I think I don't know if you guys have any opinions on what they could be. I. Uh, those names just how like I know it's translation from Japanese, but those just don't look comprehensible. Like they just how it look like we've had weird names before, I know, but like I just don't. I just see the names and just I don't know. I thought to it, myself that like, like those are just two. Those are just two the Pokemon game title, you know, for that. And then I just thought to myself, I'm like, well, last generation we were called X and Y. And we got a Pokemon named Xerneas that started with an X, and another Pokemon called Yvettel that started with a Y, and they were incomprehensible spellings. Yeah. And I'm just but, like, okay, never mind. <laughs> what, what what do you like to say, Thatch? You like to say uh, a line isn't uh, one point to one point, so it, yeah, no, it doesn't no. necessarily. Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. So you yeah, can't no, no. look at those one I, data point and be like, yeah, oh. no, I just, I mean, that that data point just tells me I can't write this one off. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I, I'm not true. saying that this is what it is. I'm just saying I can't write it off. Fair. 
Um, I like because it did happen previously, and the, yeah, you're 100 right. I hate making speculations based on just one thing, uh, but we could actually go back to Diamond and Pearl, and we can see that we have Dialga with the first three letters of Diamond, and then Pearl P well, for Palkia. Um, they they've been doing stuff like this to bother me for a while. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it's very it's it's very possible that these are. Uh, that these are the names of the legendaries. We won't know until maybe next month. Uh, <laughs> Koro Koro could be like, here's a little bit more of the box art and like show me a paw or something, you know? Or uh, maybe they'll show me a Sol Rock and a Lunatone. <laughs> they'll be like, we'll give you more information next month. Thanks, Koro Koro. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so uh, another thing, if you're a big fan of Pokemon tournament and how much Nintendo is trying to force it to have a competitive scene. Uh, there's going to be another, um, masters tournament in Collinsville, Illinois, June 18th and 19th this month, this year. And, uh, where you can play Pokemon tournament. And it's part of the, uh, world championship series. It's really weird seeing that Pokemon tournaments getting like way more FaceTime for this kind of stuff than even the normal video game. I'm not sure if uh, at the premiere challenge I'm going to, if there is like a Pokemon tournament set up or not. It would be interesting to see. Uh, oh, I would be surprised if they didn't have it because it's such a they're I mean, trying. A big deal. I, I, it feels like it's being forced down my throat a little bit. I, that's all I have to say. Like um, they're putting Pokemon tournament in places where they're just like shoving it in and trying to make it a thing. And I mean, this will probably make it stick. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It'll probably stick because they're really, really trying to get Pokemon Tournament to be a big thing. Well, think of the uh, the value in that uh, the thing. I mean... Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So many people enjoy these type of games where they can just, you know, have fighting tournaments. You know, it's a big deal. It's, the Smash community is huge. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they went and made an entire... They took... They liked a game so much that they went and... They're like, hey, uh, we're going to remake uh, Super Smash Bros. Brawl because we don't like what's going on in these other games. <laughs> <laughs> That's 100% true. So fi- fighting games are such a big deal to a lot of people. So we'll see how that goes. The community is definitely huge for fighting games. And I think it's a so really interesting market for Pokemon to try to get into. Um, it was definitely the next step. It was definitely the next step after the yeah. you know turn-based RPG I agree. Uh, yeah, were you gonna say something, Shamu? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> and so, um, if you live in Europe, like the fluffiest whimsicott, you can go see Pokemon Symphonica- Symphonic Evolutions. They're finally beginning their European tour, so check that out. I don't have a list of dates or anything, um, because I don't live in Europe, and I was not very interested in going to Europe to see Symphonic Evolutions. Ah. Uh... And if you haven't already, there are two Pokemon events that are ending. By the time you listen to this, the Jirachi event is over, so I don't even know why I told you about it. But if you participated in the Kanto Classic like I did, you can collect Lance's Dragonite. You need to go get the serial code from your Pokemon Global Link account to download Lance's Dragonite. Uh, but never fear, since Jirachi is ending this next Sunday, May 1st, we will be getting the Darkrai event which is done via serial code, just like the Mew event at GameStop. So check that out if Wait, you've got they, the they say serial code? Uh, what do you mean? It, it's done by code. You get a card and then there's but a I'm code I'm saying, on but it. like, it just said the GameStop for us. I mean, yeah, but that's I what it's done. Can... 
I have insider information that there are cards you get with a code on it. And they usually give out the cards, so... Yeah. That's the way they've been doing it, so you have to, like, actually go talk to the people. Because they got mad that people like me would just stand outside GameStop and download it and then walk home. I mean, that's that's the American way. Right? Exactly. I just wait to get that good signal, and then I download it, and then I walk home. Just saying, Shamu. But yeah, no, it's one hundred percent a. Uh, it's one hundred percent a uh, download. It's a serial code. It will be a serial code at GameStop. Yeah, most likely. I'm... That's the way they've been doing it for like the past two years at GameStop. If there's oh, a oh yeah, it's, it's code. I'm just like looking at this later. They they're mentioning codes, so it's like they don't stay with a serial code, but they're mentioning codes for other places. Which so I appar- yeah. which apparently this is like a huge issue. For people, like, their GameStops run out of these codes. I have never experienced that in my life. Me either. They usually give me two. Yeah. Most of them give one near me just because they kind of, like, well, they're supposed to only give you one, so we'll give you one. Some people, like, here just have two, or, like, I've got one place, like, here, how many games do you have? Four. Have four. It's like, okay. Uh, I walked into one before, and it was for, like, Deonce, I believe. Yeah. And I, I walked in. I know the people at the GameStop, and they go, they're just like, how many codes do you need? And I go, eight. And they're just like, eight. I'm like, yeah, I got a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> and so they handed me like eight of them. Because <laughs> I know closer to the end, GameStop will just hand out a sh- shite ton of them. Yeah, no, they will. I mean, there's definitely extras. Um, I mean, don't you have, still have like- a bunch of Mew codes? I have like I only have like twelve now I think but like people have like seventy of them. Yeah, exactly. So it's like because they just got a packet of fifty. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Exactly. I mean, I I, at, at the end you can definitely get a bunch, and these are probably be, these will probably be redeemable in, for like the next few months. Oh, we don't. Yeah. We'd have to. We'd have to double check to be sure, but they'll probably be good for the next couple months. The Mew one, it's good till May thirty first. Yeah. So the Dark Ride one might be good for the next like three months after May. I like August or September. Yeah. So that's that's good news for people who haven't gotten these Pokemon before. I should deal with these. I've definitely gotten a lot of these Pokemon before. I have so many extras of all of these Pokemon. Oh, man. All right. So that's it for the big hitting news, I think, this week. There hasn't there hasn't been that much news. Uh, we're definitely in the calm before the storm. Yep. It's going to come. Give it another couple of weeks. We'll be getting some not disappointing Coral Coral leaks, I think. I, I think so. that if there is something announced for um, Pokemon next month, though, maybe it'll be accompanied by a Nintendo Direct of sorts, though that, that's not guaranteed either. Yeah. It could just be like, hey, look, here are the cover art legendaries, and then that's it, which I'm 100% fine with. And then I think we'll get a lot more at E3 next month, or in June. E3, they'll definitely announce something. We'll probably get a real gameplay trailer in, at E3. Yeah. I do like the way that they are um they're they're holding it closer to their heart than they did for Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Where we're not getting a lot of information about it. And I think that that's a good way to keep the mystery up. Yeah, cuz like right now I just need something to get hyped about and there's nothing. Yeah, no. Really? I I feel like they're not managing the hype train very well. There wasn't a leak. They needed a leak this month to keep the hype train going. But yeah. It the hype train that's a trickle. That's a tricky thing to manage. It really is. I agree because yeah. you want it rolling in strong to release day, mm-hmm. or you can sell the game. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
<laughs> you want to keep it going. So I, I understand they're probably going to keep a lot of it until the end. Like, I mean, yeah. don't they have a movie coming out this summer? Did they do. Something? It's not going to come out in the U.S. this summer. The Pokemon movies have been coming out incredibly late as uh, in the past few years. Well, United don't States. be surprised if we catch a glimpse of one of the new Pokemon or anything in there. Oh, yeah, no, that's definitely no, They probably happen. will. They'll probably give us one or two extras other than Magearna. Like, yeah, I think we'll get a couple new Pokemon in the movie this summer. Kind of like how we got, like, what, Meryl, I we think? We got Trevenant. We got Trevenant, actually, in, uh, which movie was it? I forget which one it was. Was it the Mewtwo one, maybe? Yeah, it was the Mewtwo and Genesect one. There was a Trevenant, I think. Well, all I'm saying is the internet got a kind of a view of maybe one new Pokemon's design in that uh nintendo direct mm-hmm. and went completely forensic on it so if we get a glimpse of anything in the movie we'll we'll know the typing and uh, stat distribution before the end of the movie like yeah absolutely <laughs> people, people are hungry to know well actually you know if you look at uh pokemon of similar body mass type you'll find that they tend to be in the 540s for their stats <laughs> That would totally happen to you. Like that that that's the community we're in. That is one hundred percent the community we're in. Alright, so that's that's pretty much it for the news, guys. We are gonna take a short break and we will come right back at you with the topic today. Hey, it's Thatch, and I wanted to let you know how you can improve your puckle experience. First, you can come to pucklepodcast.com where we have a chat box and forums where you can talk to many other Pokemon fans who also listen to the show. You can keep up to date on the latest Puckle news by following us on our Twitter, liking our Facebook page, subscribing to our subreddit, and following our Tumblr. Don't forget to review us on iTunes, though. It helps us find more people to come and hang out with us, and we can have larger tournaments because of it. And, if you're feeling generous, we also have a Patreon, where you can donate in return for some awesome rewards. And as always, thanks for listening, and for all the support you give us. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to today's topic. Today's topic is Steel-type Pokemon. We decided to go with something new. This may be the first part of the series. We're not exactly sure yet. But we figured these are a fun Pokemon to talk about. I We've all been playing with them a lot recently. Um, and for good reason. They're huge in the meta right now. Uh, Steel types are everywhere in OU. They're everywhere in VGC right now. And they're just... It's an interesting typing. And I don't think you could have said that about the typing five years ago. And we can we can talk about it. This is like this kind of follows off that fairy type episode we did a couple months ago, where we talked about how fairy type changed the meta and all of this other stuff. And this is this is pretty much the sequel to that because the reason one of the reasons steel types are great is because it resists that fairy type. Pretty much. <laughs> reason if it resists that very uh, heat ran so good because got four times resist. Yeah, and it, you just you just run this resist against this fairy type that's become very popular in this meta and for good reason fairy i think fairy has brought the balance to the meta i don't know that there's any one type that's overpowered or anything and steel types four years ago in gen 5 you were never have been like man steel types are going to be like big you know what i mean well prior to gen 5 pure steel had resistances to like 11 of the 17 types so it was pretty resistant and actually, Steel was brought out. It was like one of the original, like how Fairy came to balance the meta. Mm-hmm. Steel and Dark were came out uh, because Steel type was more of a balance to normal and psychic types, which were pretty overpowered. And both of those types are resisted by Steel. So uh, that was, I think, one of their better creative decisions. They did. They didn't the nerf it in Gen types. Six. They didn't nerf yes. it in Gen Six. 
Uh, they got rid of the resistance to both ghost and dark type moves. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I think was a good decision. Like, if which you're going to give it resistance to fairy, uh, which is now so huge compared yeah, to both was... dark and dark and ghost, I feel like it's good to give steel type has to have some kind of caveats to not use it. Some well, yeah, it's, it still it. resists half of the available types. And it's immune to poison completely. Yeah. So absolutely. it's already really good. Defensively, steel types are considered to be one of the best types of Pokemon to use if you're looking for massive defense. Oh, yeah. No, and they're they're just great. I mean, um, not to mention in Gen 6, we got opened up to a lot of um, offensive variants, offensively viable variants, I'd say that. Before that, we had like Metagross and stuff like that. But Jirachi's gotten a boost. Aegislash was introduced. Which we're all very familiar with. And you know, things like that. And right now they're doing really well in the VGC because Xerneas is allowed in. And pretty much any Steel type can kill Xerneas. And, you and have... then not, not to mention you also, not just the offensive side, but then you got something like Klefki. Yeah. Who came in and turned Steel into a Steel Fairy, tricky, just jerk of a Pokemon to deal with. <laughs> So <laughs> Steel Fairy is one of I think the best typings in the game. Um you you're essentially getting fairy type for free except you get neutral damage from steel type moves. And it's it's but other than that it's just like I think that is the best combination of types that any pokemon can get. You have it in Maile, you have you're it all- in uh Klefki like we were just talking about. And, you know, the new Magearna is, is going to have it too. So it is a good typing, but it just does make you feel full of fire. Fire and ground. You know, well, that's another thing that needed to happen. Fire was a weak type in Gen 5, and now it's a it's making a comeback. Ground type needed nothing because Earthquake will always be probably the best move in the entire game. Earthquake number one. It, it is. I I mean, we can, we can do... I could do an entire episode on how good Earthquake is, and it would be 40 minutes of me just going, Earthquake is awesome. <laughs> Which, if you ever got to listen to the in-between of when we record the podcast, it's basically just Thatch going, Earthquake is awesome. It is pretty yeah. good, okay? Uh, it's a pretty good move. <laughs> I think, it's, like a, it's like a mantra. Like, it's, 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 <laughs> over again. It's, ha- it's how it gets to the day. We had to actually uh, instill a ban in the uh, Blackthorn Council chat about Earthquake because of Thatch. You just... It's like, it's like it's those YouTube like- comments where you can ban the word Earthquake, so... <laughs> That's great. Oh, uh, no. But, okay. So, there's... We're, we're talking about steel types. So, let's talk about a couple of our favorites. I think right now, hands down, my favorite steel type is Mega Maw Isle. Mega Maw Isle is absolutely... Like I like I was just saying, Steel Fairy, I think, is a great type. Um, It is just one of the best types that I think could have ever existed. Or type combinations. And it is fantastic. Um, it gets huge power I, upon Mega Evolution. It is really good. I, I, it did need to get banned in OU. Oh yeah, that's right. It did get banned, didn't it? Yeah. And that's upsetting a it little bit. I don't think that like, needed to be banned. It did really well actually, and it was just it was just a top tier Pokemon. You just had to like you had to burn it unless otherwise you'd lose. Really, that's you don't true. Burn it. Um, in singles, I can see that being a threat, but or in, you get like mad. Yeah. yeah, but in uh in. VGC right now, though, it's doing really well because it can Oko Azernius with Iron Head. Um, it can take out Mega Rayquaza with a Play Rough, and it can actually resist a Dragon Ascent from Me- Mega Rayquaza. 
it does really well against pretty much everything except primal um primal kyogre it it's down by far one of my favorite megas in this in this uh meta and i'm a little upset that it's not getting the love it deserves i feel i too many people are still sticking with that kangaskhan Kangaskhan's good too, though. Hmm? Oh, Kangaskhan's good too, but that's a different conversation for a different day. Okay, Thatch, what are some of your uh, other favorites? Because I think we're doing a top three. Uh, Yeah, top three for me. So um, another one, I've played with this one a little bit in OU, uh, Mega Metagross. I mean, a lot of these are Megas. Uh, (laughs) Mega Metagross is pretty good. He's got four of move, move slot syndrome for sure. Um and he he's a good Pokemon though. I would be like, I you would be remiss not to use him. He's UU without being uh, without being Mega, which is Mega. fine by itself. Yeah. But Mega Mega is uh, just probably the way you want to go. <laughs> he gets Tough Claws, so any physical move that like touches that makes contact, it's like a one point three boost, right, Shamu? Yeah, it's like I think that's what it is. Yeah, and on top of that, you get he's got Meteor Mash, which is not available to too many Pokemon, I think. Uh, which uh, def- a few Pokemon get it, but a few Pokemon yeah. Pikachu gets it. Okay, um, yeah, <laughs> Pikachu. It, oh, it's uh, Clefable. Clefable gets it. Deoxys gets it. Jirachi gets it. Metagross gets it. They just get it. Clefable. Yeah, Clefable gets it. Okay. Isn't that fun? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's from the moon. He gets it. Then there's Zen Headbutt. Uh, Hammer Arm is a common thing to run with him. And then you yeah. could run, you know, a number of things. Ice Punch is my personal favorite to take care of, uh, take care of ground types. And Lando, I'll, uh, yeah, Lando, particularly. <laughs> Though Lando, Lando's usage has definitely died down in OU. It's definitely yeah. died down, which Grass makes me very happy. Grass also used. Grass yeah, used sometimes, but it's like a special move, and I don't feel like it's not. It doesn't. You can't utilize really, it as well. You can have a minus special nature, and it'll still do like half to most bulky walls. Oh, yeah, no. Grass Knot's a great move. Uh, fun fact the- about Grass Knot. In uh, VGC, I was I was playing around with this because Xerneas um, is really big, but also Primal Kyogre. And my team was having a lot of issues with Primal Kyogre. And I found out that if you use Grass Knot on the Xerneas, it will Oko a Kyogre that has no defense investment, which is crazy. Oh, it'll Oko it. It's oh, like man. no joke. Like it'll Oko. So, uh, what's your last Pokemon Thatch? Uh, oh yeah. Um, let me double check. I wrote it down and I forgot already. Um, Ferrothorn. <laughs> you have to go with Ferrothorn, right? He's like one of the big. He's like he's part of OU the team, I think. Still. Uh, yeah, it's just be- good lead utility. Only well, he's he's type. only weak to two things, right? Like I think fighting and fire. <laughs> Yeah, it's fighting is times two, fire is times four. That's it. The reason endless. things like run fire type moves is typically because of Ferrothorn. It can Not wall really, like yeah. it can like, wall out everything. You run fire and like fighting for Ferrothorn and Caesar. Really, yep. it's really what they're for. That's why people run Focus Blast. Really, there's other options and other reasons, but like, yeah, one I of think them I, I I think three of the three reasons are all Steel types. Um, Pretty you much. have Heatran, Ferrothorn. And, uh, and Scizor. All right. What about you, uh, Shamu? What are your top three? Uh, first one I'll go with is, uh, Bastiodon. Uh, okay. not for competitive use. It, it, it's garbage. It's garbage. I just like the look. <laughs> I like the whole concept. It's just a big faith shield. 
those like it looked like this like Frankenstein monster thing. It's just I don't. I just like the look, the look and the. I wish it was better. It just isn't. <laughs> it just isn't. Well, you know what? Why don't we talk about Bastiodon today? <laughs> we'll we'll save it for Perhaps. the poke of the episode, Shabu. <laughs> oh God. We're gonna do it. It's gonna be great. All right. Uh, I guess I'll move on to next one. Uh, Bronzong. I Bronzong's like. He's better in lower tier than he's doing. He's he's actually pretty big in VGC right now too. Yeah, trick room, I assume, right? Uh, yeah. Well, he's a good trick room center, and he's also yeah. well. It helps that he has levitate. He's a trick room center. He has access to gravity and skill swap. Um, on top of that, you can also run things like um, he gets gyro ball as well, which helps out yeah. a lot. And he's pretty slow. Yeah, and you get um also heat proof. Yeah, option, but I, I think like, I think in VGC, either, in, in if you, like, better, if you were to play, play if you were to play yeah. like single battles, I think being able to switch between both levitate and heat proof is the greatest thing. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't you know which one is going to resist. You eliminate a weakness, really. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I had a while ago, essentially, it's trick room weakness policy. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you just go trick room turn one, then you have a weakness policy that will get procced and then you just kill with gyro ball and whatever other move you have because you're essentially a bronzong that's incredibly slow already plus trigger yeah. going first and gyro ball hits and it just can do a lot of damage mm-hmm. i agree yeah really bronzong cool. is way better than people give it credit for yeah yeah I, I was i was introduced to it like when i first started competitively battling he was i was really shocked by how good he is mm-hmm because nobody knows what to do with him. No, not at all. Yeah, trying to find it real quick just so I can like get the defenses and stuff. Like you got one sixteen base defenses, like, and you have to get the higher physical attack in the special. <laughs> yeah. That's also something to take note of. Uh, what? But, what uh, my what's the last one, one on your list? I was about to get to that. It's Aegis Slash. A lot of people hate Aegis Slash, but I just enjoyed using it in the meta, like. I mean, obviously you enjoyed using it. That's why it got banned. (laughs) Just like the shuckle. Uh, But uh, I I mean, we could go on about this band and I don't want to. (laughs) Well, you see that that brings me to a good point, because with Shamu, one of my favorites is Aegislash. So I actually even have a shirt that's an Aegislash shirt. I own one shirt that has Pokemon on it. And it's Age of Slash with a Master Sword from Legend of Zelda, oh, and it's really a cool. Legend of Age of Slash T-shirt. That's really cool, though. That's, <laughs> like, I'm I'm yeah. a big fan. Where'd you get that from? Uh, it was one of those uh, uh, nerdy T-shirt sites that you see pop up. I forget which one it was because I got it a couple years ago. I'm gonna find it. It's it's awesome. I will if I make it up to PuckleCon, I'll make sure I bring it. Please do. No, I, well, there are going to be a couple more Puckle exclusive shirts. I finally made them, and I'm going to put them up tonight. Ooh. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Speaking of t-shirts. <laughs> Was there anything else you wanted to say on Aegislash, Shamu? Um, well, just kind of the quick reason why it kind of got banned. Just because, essentially, it was just too many, too many options. Yeah. And essentially, whichever option you went with, it was going to destroy you. Like, oh, I found I found the T-shirt. By the way, it's on Redbubble. Oh, is that where I got it? Yeah, well, Redbubble's like where a bunch of nerdy people can like put up their own designs and stuff. 
All I know is I saw it and it wasn't even a a, a thinking decision. It was. Yeah, <laughs> I had um, already purchased fast. it before, right after I saw it. You know. Yes. I mean, I don't blame you. I've done that so many times. I have this like Pewter City gym T-shirt that I wear to the gym. I just I just saw it and I bought it. So good. It was a good decision, I think. It it yeah, it's really cool. Like I've seen those. Um, they did one for every gym for a they, while there. Uh, they've still got them. That's on FanGamer.net. I'm a big fan of like buying T-shirts from companies about Pokemon. <laughs> They're a really nice material too. It's like I don't know what the oh, yeah. material is, but it, they're so soft. Yeah, it's so soft. That's so good. Um, so that's for my other top three. Um, even though Age of Slash is banned, I still like it. I still use it for um, VGC stuff. Yeah, you can. Uh, it's it's decent in VGC right now. Clef uh, Key has found its way into my heart, as we were talking about a little bit yeah. earlier. Um, it's just such a cool Pokemon. Uh, I like that it's a. Uh, it has car keys on it. Like what? what? <laughs> no, my Pokemon. favorite thing is like, it, it's called clef key because it's like the, the last part's key, right? For keys. But the first part clef is because it's a kleptomaniac because yeah. it steals these keys. Oh my God. It's so good. And then the first time I found one in uh Kalos, I was like, what? Check this thing out. Um, my favorite thing Honech. is all of the memes that came out when Clef Key was first uh, announced because but this was before the Swagger ban. Yeah. Clef Key was oh. the reason for the Swagger ban. It was. Because it's got priority Swagger and you can just like foul play and then it just – you don't yep. even need any attack investment. It just destroys. Yep. It's so dumb. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, man, I just so hate that thing because of the confusion. Like, okay, mm-hmm. you just kind of instantly get confused and you have a 50-50. It's like yep. the same thing with paralysis. Like it's instantly fifty-fifty. It's like okay, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know how much paralysis is. I think it is fifty. My last favorite steal. It, I go back and forth on this one. Metagross was my boy, um, in my original Ruby team. Mm-hmm. But I spent so much time collecting that soot up there <laughs> on the mountains that I have to go give it to Skarmory. Skarmory is not a Gen 3 Pokemon. A lot of people believe it's a Gen 3 Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. It came out in Gen 2, but you never ran into it in Gen 2. But in it Gen was, 3... Well, it was version exclusive, I think, to si- Silver. And yeah, then, yeah. even then, yeah, it was, it was like a really was low area. encounter rate. It was one area, low encounter rate. Just like Meryl. That's Meryl not true was... about Meryl at all. Wasn't... No, yeah, I thought you I could could, catch no, I never found one in, like, my gold. I think you could catch Meryl pretty easily, Shamu. Okay, maybe the one area or something. I just never remember seeing one. Yeah, it was Route 45, and let me find. I'm gonna find out what the capture rate, what the encounter rate was, because but it was ridiculously low. While you're uh, looking for that, it's just it's such a good Pokemon. I like how it looks. It's a steel bird. I mean, there's, it's got a sharp beak. It's really good for using in uh, battles. It's a good lead. It sets up spites. It sets up stealth rocks. It's tanky. It's really good at recovery. Like it's just got all these different things that it fulfills. Mm-hmm. And I ran into it a ton when I was looking for soot. So <laughs> thanks, Gen Three, because now I like Scarberry. That's true. Oh man, no, it was uh, it was a five percent encounter rate on uh, in gold and silver. In crystal, you could only catch it five percent of the time during the morning and the day, but not at night. 
Crystal had a lot more like daytime like capture encounter mechanics than Gold and Silver did, which is kind of crazy. Looking back on it, but yeah, if you wanted the Skarmory, it was really hard. That's that's the story. <laughs> that was in fact the story. Okay, so that's that's it then, right? We covered everything. Yeah, we've got our top ones. Um, you want to go ahead and make that the mailbag for next episode? Thash? Oh yeah, absolutely. The mailbag is going to be what is your favorite Steel type Pokemon? And Let's hear about it at PucklePodcastGmail.com. Let us know. We're very interested. I feel like everybody's going to have a favorite Steel type Pokemon, especially like right now, because there are definitely some honorable mentions we should mention. Like Jirachi, really good right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got not only Jirachi, but you've got um, what was another one I saw that I'm just like, why didn't we mention that? What's uh, another one that Caesar you saw? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Caesar is really good. Caesar is one that we definitely didn't talk about, and is really good. I think I was just thinking about Chirachi. I think honestly, oh, Lucario is another one. Oh yeah, everybody loves Lucario. He's Lucario a is another one. Um, fan favorite. Uh, yeah, we'd be have Viger on us if we didn't mention Magnemite and Magneton and Magnezone. Uh, yeah, Magnezone. That that's uh, true. And Heatran. Heatran, again, yeah, that's another one that we totally shouldn't have missed, but we did. Oh, Excadrill. And Bisharp. And we just mentioned pretty much every Steel-type Pokemon that exists. That's not true. We didn't get into Duran or Escavalier or Probopass or <laughs> Fortress. Fortress or Magurnia or Cabolian or Dialga or Registeel, Agron. Genesect. <laughs> we didn't really get into that clink clang. Um, oh, let's so. not even talk about clink clang. Clink clang's bad. I love <laughs> it's it. bad, and he bad. should feel bad. So oh, we got man. three offensive type moves that you can use. Come on. And according like, to this, there are forty-three steel type Pokemon, mm-hmm. and that makes it the fifth rarest type. Uh, what's the rarest type then? That's gonna be like ice. I think ice, ice only fairy. got like nineteen ice, oh, families ice, yeah. or something like that. Right, ice. Ice or fairy, but I think even fairy has more. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know which one's the rarest type. That's a good question for another day. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. That's it for our topic today. We are going to kick it on over to the commercial break, and we will come right back at you with this uh, this week's poke of the episode. Sweet. So we will catch you on the flip-flop. Hello, fans. I've got my new Pokemon translator. It is amazing. Look, I can hear what Pikachu saying. Say something, Pikachu. Pika, Pika, Pikachu. Pikachu has said he hates you and says to watch out for the Beedrill. Oh, crikey. I got a swarm of Beedrill after me. <laughs> ah! My neck, my neck. Pika. Ha ha, you got stung. Pokemon Translator, $5.99 at your local Pokemart. Poke of the episode. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is Bastiodon, the shield Pokemon. National Dex number 411. <laughs> Um, is diamond entry or diamond Pokedex entry is any frontal attack is repulsed. It is a docile Pokemon that feeds on grass and berries. Just 
it's it's not very good. Um, <laughs> no, no, it's bad. It's horrible. Because probably because it only eats grass and berries and not other Pokemon like it should be. But uh, Bastiodont. It also has a crappy shiny. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see here, then. So Bastiodon has, I mean, some impressive base stats, to be fair. It's running a base 168 defense and a base 138 special defense, which is really high. But coupled with that base 60 HP is not going to do much. Uh, base attack of 52, base special attack of 47. So it's not hitting anything and is definitely not doing it fast with a base speed of 30. What did I tell no. you, Thatch? All of the fossil Pokemon need Mega Evolutions. Just... I This is from last week, but yeah, you're probably right. Bastiodon could use a Mega Evolution, and it could boost literally anything other than its defenses. Like anything. You can, like, the Antheo, just swap it. That's a base stat total of 495, though. Because like, you've got that... 168 defense and, like, 138 special defense. Yeah, it's just, um, there are other Pokemon with that total Same. that are not good. Like... Nidoking King has that total. But that means nothing. Okay, but okay. Sh- Shamu, what would you run on Bastiodon? I wouldn't run it. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Well, competitively... Um, you I could, guess I, maybe it, it's a good utility Pokemon. I mean, yeah, does, it get, does it get Metal Burst? It gets Metal Burst, it gets Counter. You'd probably run Stealth Rock on it. It's Magic Coat, Roar. So it could, well, I mean, yeah, it gets, if, it, if it you could, do Metal Burst or Counter. Yeah. Or both, if you want. Um, I would say, I, I like Metal Burst more just because there's no predicting involved. Yeah. And then you have, uh, yeah, you could definitely run Utility outside of that. It's You run it with Sturdy as its ability, obviously. I think it gets Soundproof, but why would you run Soundproof? Um, oh, I think I just thought something simple with Sturdy you can do. What? Like, you just run Custap on it. That's really turn yeah, one absolutely. if they're going to attack you. Metal Burst, proc the Sturdy. As long as they have no Mold Breaker or double hit, whatever. Yeah. They practice 30. You go first, set up Stealth Rock, die. Yep. There you go. Suicide so- lead. Sounds reasonable. <laughs> That's what I... It's a good attack- suicide lead, though. It'll take down more than you think it would. Yeah. I you think that's this... what I had planned for it before when I used it. I like the idea yeah. of magic code on it too, because if you up against something else that's going to set up rocks, you just use magic code. And... I believe that's priority. Does it matter? Does I it believe matter? magic code has priority. Yeah, I'm looking uh, now. It does priority plus four. Plus Ooh. four. Wow. So it's faster than basic fake out. Faster than fake out. Wait, oh, yeah, fake out's two, isn't it's it? It's plus three. Oh, three. Oh, I don't yeah. know my priority. I don't think there's anything with plus two. Like I don't. Why would? Okay. Yeah. Know. Right. Why? Yeah. Keep th- keep th- food for thought. Um. Obviously, you want to invest in HP and special defense because that's all he's got going for it. Metal burst isn't based on attacks. Um, yeah, like defense or special defense, depending on what you want. Probably special defense because the defense is already ridiculously high. Well, you can always just use it as a like physical pivot. Maybe I don't. He doesn't have the HP to do in, that. Like unlikely scenarios. I know. I'm just saying. Like, because you were like you are weak to ground though. Yeah, you're weak to Earthquake. You're Four weak, times. Four times weak to Earthquake and fighting <laughs> types. It's uh, the problem that he had with Aggron. Maybe you should just go the Aggron route, and when he Mega Evolves, just Steel-type, you know? Or just Rock-type. One or the other. I think Rock-type would be more interesting. Mm-hmm. Make him, like, Rock-Dragon. Make him Tyrantrum. Ooh. Ooh. Actually, I'd rather have a Steel-Dragon. Maybe. I don't know. Because we have Tyrantrum failed. Tyrantrum failed kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, let's see. I did not pull up a card like I was supposed to. I don't know if he's Shame. actually in rotation in the TCG at all right now. He probably isn't. 
He got- is not. He has not been in the TCG since literally the Platinum series. Wow. Oh, the gym leader, the Elite Four one or gym leader, isn't it? So, no, the Platinum. The Platinum set. Isn't that with the gym leader, though? No, or that no, no, no. Something different. Oh, no. So this Bastiodon from the Platinum set <laughs> had 103 HP as a stage two, which isn't that bad actually nowadays. And he had a Pokey body, which is essentially a Pokemon ability, which says that as long as Bastiodon has a Pokemon tool card attached to it, remove one damage counter from Bastiodon between turns. That's not too terrible of an ability. Uh, but no. his attacks are pretty useless because of the amount of energy it takes. He had Iron Defense for 2 metal and a Colorless for 30 damage. And you flip oh, wow. a coin, I... and if heads, you prevent all effects of attacks, including damage done to Bastion down on your next turn. And then for 2 metal and 2 Colorless, you can do Iron Tackle for 80 damage, where Bastion then does an additional 30 damage to itself. So wow. bad. It's pretty so bad. bad. I think we are talking about a card very similar to this last week. Oh, yeah, we, uh... Avalug! Yeah, Avalug was This not... is legit the same card as Avalug. It's pretty nasty. These are essentially the same cards. I think Avalug's a little bit worse because it doesn't have the metal trait ability. But it, it was the same energy cost for the same amount of damage. Well, if we would like, we can go ahead and move into some trivia about Bastiodon. Oh, ab- absolutely. Go for it. He's got a cool thing. If you ever played Pokemon Battle Revolution, there is a castle there called Courtyard Coliseum. And if you look up a picture online of Courtyard Coliseum, it looks exactly like Bastiodon's head. That's actually pretty cool. I miss Pokemon Battle Revolution. That was a so. good, that was a fun game. It was essentially a battle frontier, mm-hmm. but I would love to go back to that. I would love to go back to that. If something like that came out on the eShop for, say, at, for like $20, I'd buy it. I'd definitely buy it. I'd also buy it if it was $60. <laughs> Basically, what Thatch is saying is he really wants that game. So yes, I'm just saying for the fifth time, you know. <laughs> why, why can't just all the games come out? Why can't I have every game on every generation of every console? Exactly. Why can't I play Pokemon Stadium right now? Why can't I play Pokemon Stadium with Gen 6 Pokemon? That's all I want. That's all I want. never know. Okay, Bastiodon has the highest defense and special defense, and the single... And the highest single base uh, stat of all fossil Pokemon. Yeah. But not the most useful fossil Pokemon. Um, ba- Bastiodon is based on a Ceratopsian dinosaur. Its protective growth resembles a castle wall. Its head resembles that of a Chasmosaurus. The spike through its nose is reminiscent of the nose bones from various indigenous tribes. <laughs> and his name is a combination of Bastion, or the Bastille, and Don which is the Greek for tooth, um, which is a suffix for a lot of dinosaur names. So, because, you know, uh, a lot of dinosaurs' names do end in Don, and since he is based off of a dinosaur, there you go. Yeah. Um, His Japanese name is Torideps, which is a combination of Torid, Fortress, and Triceratops. So, you can definitely see the Triceratops comparison when you look at it. Oh, yeah, definitely. His head's a shield. I mean, that was the whole point of a Triceratops. So he's pretty cool. Um, he's a big boy. Uh, let's see. What's his weight at? Um, he's, pretty tall. Gonna... he's pretty heavy, I would assume, right? Oh, yeah. He's very heavy. He's four foot three, and he weighs 329.6 pounds. That's really short. He's a, he's a little guy. Four foot three, 
is not that tall. For our overseas listeners, namely Fluffiest, it's 1.3 meters. And for its weight is about 150 kilograms. Yeah. So Sounds about right. It's the little guy, he's cute. He's He's like a big dog. That's literally what he is. He's just a big dog. I would like to have one in person, you know. I would I would just kind of ride it around, you know. I feel like it would be cool with me riding it on its back, you know. Oh my god, what if you could do one of these in the Rhyhorn races? Right? That'd be so cool. Right? That needs to happen. <laughs> I'm just looking on Smogon at Bastardon. In Diamond and Pearl, he was UU. Wow, oh. he was that good, huh? And now he's PU. Uh-huh. I mean, okay, so I'd like to make the mention of where's Electivire nowadays? And but- he was OU. In Gen 4. <laughs> the set has not changed at all. all right, bingo Diamond cards, Pearl, bingo cards. Gen he ran, 4. Oh, he ran one offensive move in Gen In black and white and X and Y, there's no change except for nature. <laughs> That's it. Let me find like, the Electivire, though, real quick. I mean, those are just some of those Pokemon that just get left in the dust. Are you? Know you? I mean? Yeah, are you? But there is stuff for OU. I mean, Electivire is viable in OU. You just have to run it correctly. Yeah. All right, then. That is it for Bastiodon today. Uh, if you would like to learn more about Pokemon in general like this, you can check out PucklePodcast.com with our slew of writers with Scrawn, Jushiro, Basket, Mickey Panda, Whimsicott, Snag, and Locke. Check all of those. Oh, and Viger, of course. I almost forgot Viger. Uh, so check them out. They are writing a slew of different articles about different things, different topics in the Pokemon community. So check that out. And we are going to come right back at you guys here after a short break to catch up on the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Send in your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! Mail! And welcome back to the Puckle Podcast. We were here today with your mailbag. As always, the mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. And as always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to anybody we think is worthy. Um, For those of you guys who are new to the show... The mailbag segment is where we let you guys, the listeners, respond to a question we have every week. So feel free to uh, jump on in. This week, we asked everybody what their favorite, uh, what Pokemon they hope are going to get a mega evolution or a regular evolution in Sun and Moon. And we got an outpouring of responses. So we apologize if we don't get to everybody today. So our first email here is actually from, let me find his name, uh, Anger. Uh, He sent in an email. This was actually for last week's episode. But he sent it in late. But it was written very well, so I wanted to get to it today. So he says, Dear Puckle, for the past week I've been catching up on the 15 or so episodes I'm behind. I heard you ask what our predictions for the big announcement for the new games, and I thought to myself, I wonder if anyone else figured out Dawn, Moon, and Sky versions. Then my Stitcher radio played the next Puckle episode, and BAM! You told us Sun and Moon were announced. My, I was pretty jaw-dropped. Nearly three years ago, I called these names, them taking place in Hawaii, and who their legendary trio would be. And now, just three years later, it's playing out just as I predicted. 
So I wanted to catch up on my Puckle listening so badly to see if anyone else could figure out Hawaii or the Legendary Trio. Then a few episodes later, I heard Whimsicott mention Hawaii and this strange souvenir. Now I'm getting worried that the community will just figure out the Legendary Trio part before I get up to date on my listening and write in. Well, I'm here. I'm dying here waiting to find out, and it'll be a few more days before I'm fully caught up on my Puckle listening to know. Uh, well, Puckle, I just can't wait anymore. Okay, so here it goes. This is why the next Pokemon will be Dawn, Moon, and Sky, now named Sun and Moon, with the third game Sky yet to be announced, if ever. Why the next region will be Hawaii, and why the legendary trio will be Kanala, Ku, and Lono, uh, with Kane as their special fourth. Let's begin. There's a very hidden item in X and Y called the Strange Souvenir. It sells for five Poke Dollars and is from another region. Let's listen to what it has to say about uh, the man who gives it to us has to say. Day one. The Kalos region is nice and all, but you really check out my re- region. There's this facility you wouldn't believe. Ah, never mind. You'll see it in due time. Day two. The Kalos region is nice and all, but you really check out my region. Our champion is really something else. I'll tell you. I tell you. Ah, never mind. You'll find out in due time. Day three. The Kalos region is nice and all, but let me share something with you from my region. It's really special. And day four. Uh, the Kalos region is nice and all, but you've really got to check out my region. Where is it, you ask? Well, I can tell you it's not Kanto, Johto, Hoenn, Sinnoh, or even Unova. Mm. There's another clue given to us by a woman in Kuraway, in the Kuraway Town Hotel. I hear there is a waterfall that flows backwards somewhere in the world. I really want to see that. There's two real-life waterfalls I know of like this, and they're both in Wailuku and Kahakulo. Ah, I cannot say Hawaii things. Uh, that that sounds right. Hawaii. The crazy strong winds make them flow backwards up the waterfall. Crazy, right? Hmm. Okay. Let's see if I can get any more hints by reading what the strange souvenir says. An ornament depicting a Pokemon that is venerated as protector in some region far from Kalos. Wow. So this is a Pokemon, huh? Let's look into some Hawaiian mythology for anything that looks like this guy. Oh, here we go. Bingo. The strange souvenir is an identical representation of the popular Hawaiian totem pole of Kane, the Hawaiian deity. Uh, Kane is... Maybe Kane or something like that. Kane, Kane. I'm going to read Kane. Kane. Uh, Kane is considered the highest of the four Hawaii- major Hawaiian deities, among with Kanalo, Ku, and Lono. He represents as the goddess procreation and was worshipped as ancestor <laughs> of chiefs and commoners. Kane was is the creator of life, uh, creator and gives life associated with dawn sun and sky this supports the legendary trios with their special fourth this gives you Kel- your keldeo your lugia lugia it wasn't a fourth to that at all your regigigas and so on it's also worth mentioning that now nearly three years later nintendo confirmation con- confirmation the names were correct the community is speculating hawaii for entirely different reasons than ours so it's very likely hawaii and the trio correct since my reasoning is based on three pillars uh, that each rely on each other. So now I'm going to send in this mailbag, which I texted out on my lunch break, send it and catch up on my puckle listening, and just hope I don't hear anything in the next seven episodes where you tell us, Nintendo reveals Legendary Trio and confirms Hawaii, making me sound crazy. By the way, guys, I've been listening for over five years, but I don't use the forums or the chat box much. I only I live only a few minutes from the convention center, so I'm definitely going to nationals. Would it be weird if I showed up at PuckleCon as well? Absolutely not. The more, the merrier. We're talking about having a crazy party, and it's going to be awesome. Uh, 
Is it uh, mostly close community members going? Would it be weird? No, it's like a lot of people going. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of people coming. Uh, thanks, guys. Love the show. The best Pokemon podcast, period. Uh, Anjer. And he actually sent some pictures of the stuff for us, but we don't need to worry about that. Oh, that's nice. He took the time to write us. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good email. I was a big fan of yeah. it. Um, you want to get whichever one of you, uh, Shamu, it. you want to get uh, Pocket? Pocket. This one's from Pocket. Okay. Hey there, Thatcher and co-host. First of all, I'd like to give a high five to Thatch for saying Magmar has a better design than Magmortar. Magmar has been my number one favorite Pokemon since its debut in the anime, and it doesn't get a lot of love. I can't begrudge Magmortar too much. It did give Magmar Evolite access. And I actually, is it weird to use multiple Pokemon in a line if you don't do too much competitive battling? I, I, I wouldn't I say don't really. Think so, I, I guess I don't care. Now. Chansey and Blizzy are both decent. Yeah. Just in their own tiers and stuff now. Uh, anyway, on some mailbag. Strictly speaking about ordinary evolution, there are several, poke- several Pokemon I'd like to see. Farfetch is in really dire need. I think the Pikachu clones could all use one. Game Freak may regret making Raichu, but does it doesn't mean I have to make all those electric rodents with no evolved form and no light ball equivalent. I would really like to like a baby form for Kangaskhan, mostly so that it doesn't feel so weird to hatch a Kangaskhan that's already had a baby in it. I like an evolution for Jinx too. I thought she, Magmortar, or Magmar, and Electabuzz were part of this trio, and she got left out of that evolution party in Gen 4. I've seen some pretty nice Pokemon evolutions for her too. There's a good chunk of Gen 5 Pokemon that could use an evolution too. Dredigon comes to mind as something I'd like to see. I love that Pokemon, but it's not great. Dredigon's okay, it's just not viable no you. And and others. the Jinx thing, they caught a lot of international backlash for that, so they oh, did. Yeah. They catch a lot. Uh, there was uh, accusations of it being a parody of blackface. Mm-hmm. So that's why we don't see Jinx as much as some people would like. I don't think it's been in the anime ever since that no. uh, Christmas episode. And that one's not even re-aired when they like re-aired the first season. So yeah. be happy that you have Smoochum, and I think that's about the best we can hope for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we had a new evolution, my only choice would be Dragon. I don't have a great reason for it other than, that, other than the fact in Gen 1. An attack being physical or special is determined by type, and special attacks were all of Eevee's evolved forms, plus dragon, and dragon would be and dragon would complete that. As for Mega Evolution, I have a similar or er, ah, I have a smaller wish list. I'd love to see the rest of the starters get the Mega treatment, especially for my favorite starter. And we're counting Pikachu as a starter, and and if we're counting Pikachu as a starter, might as well add Mega Raichu to that list. Though I feel like we're going to Mega Light Ball before we see Raichuite. I would think it would be really neat to see a Mega Gudra with a big thick shell on its back. Reincorporating the snail element that they just like you. I could go on about what I what I'd like to see, but I'll cut myself off here. Till next time. This has been Pocket. Alright. I want uh, to see Mega Pikachu, but I want it to be the fat Pikachu from the original Pokemon fat, It just It just Mega Evolves into its old artwork. <laughs> yeah, it just Mega Evolves into <laughs> fat Pikachu. And they, it, becomes the, or, it becomes the old trading card, just an actual card. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah. Or, this this would be another fun one. 
instead of evolving into that, it just evolves into like any of the random forms. So you could have a regular Pikachu Mega Evolve it, and now it's like Luchador Pikachu. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a completely random thing. I would like you just roll like this, like little like makeup cape that just transforms into one. Oh god, it's <laughs> just like hold- <laughs> All right. Uh you want to get this next one from Dungeoneer, a new uh writer to us, Gator. I can do that indeed. Hello all, Dungeoneer here. I have been listening for over a year now and just created an account. I would have written sooner, but it's rather hard to write when I'm in a dark cave without any light. I'm one of the few brave explorers that refuse to have a move slot used up by Flash. My candle is running out of wax, so I'll get straight to this week's mailbag. I'd like Farfetch to get a Mega Evolution. Why a Mega and not a regular Evolution? Because Farfetch has such terrible stats that only a Mega Evolution could justify the huge boost it would require to be remotely effective. Ever since Gen 1, Farfetch relied on a few Swords Dance applications and multi-stroke moves to deal the damage other Pokemon were dishing out regularly. This is truly disappointing since Farfetch'd was always in my party due to the convenience of it being able to learn Fly and Cut. Gen 6, Farfetch'd received a slight boost by getting guaranteed critical hits when holding a stick item. However, Farfetch'd is more obscure now than ever in the competitive scene thanks to its lack of evolution and stats. Therefore, I'd like to see one of the visually unique flying types to get some love in an upcoming game. Personally, I think it'd be cool for its onion stick to resemble a great sword. Farfetch is inspired by the Japanese phrase, a duck bringing green onions, which roughly means something unexpected yet useful. I think that Mega Farfetch would reflect this perfectly if it were revealed. Anyways, I see, hear a rumbling noise, and that could only be a golem tumbling down the nearby mountain, so I guess I gotta get going. P.S. Thanks, Jushiro, for sparking my interest in Vietnamese sandwiches. That restaurant he named was amazing, and I hope <laughs> if he ever visits our undisclosed location. Dungeoneer out. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's from the live show. We like to talk about food a lot. Uh, okay, so this next one is from uh, Mariachi. Hola. It might have been a given that this is going to happen, but I would like to see Mega Evolutions for the Johto starters. Meganium can go Grass Fairy, Typhlosion can be Fire Dark, and Feraligator will be Water Fighting. <sighs> I think out of those, I would dig Meganium the most. They gave it a new ability, in which every time it uses a Grass-type move, there's a chance to Leech Seed the opponent. You can call it Reforestation or something. Thank you, as <laughs> always, for the great show, Mariachi. And he leaves a message for the TCG cast, so I'll keep that saved for everybody there. <gasps> oh, that reminds me of the last... Well, that's the last... The one before the last live show. The mm-hmm. the one was ta- Shire, er, that, that Tired Shamu. Was that the one before? No, I don't know. We talk about food at the end of all of them because we ended around lunchtime. Oh, I'm just remembering that one live cast with the the wildfires. Uh, Yeah, don't worry about that. Not my proudest moment. Uh, You want to get this next one from, I guess, Daniel is what he wants us to call him? Uh, Let me see. I don't see him. Yeah, it's Dan. Yeah, he said. Yep. Okay. Hey, Puckle Peeps. Dan here. I have never written in, but have been a fan of the show for some time. I wanted to write in because, like many of the like like many in the Pokemon community, I feel as though Flygon really deserved a Mega. <laughs> <laughs> He's one of my favorite Pokemon from Gen Three and one of my favorite Dragon types. Speaking of Dragon types, why doesn't Dragonite have a Mega evolution? Salamence and Garchomp do. Dragonite, being the original Dragon Pokemon, really deserves a Mega. On the topic of Gen Three, 
I would have loved to have seen a Mega Milotic. He slash she was one of my absolute favorites from Gen 3. Just because it looked beautiful and catching a Feebath and evolving it was a, a challenge in an in end of itself. Some other interesting Megas that have crossed my mind. Weavile, Kingdra, Muk, Swalot, Garbodor, Arcanine, Ninetales, Hitmonlee slash Chan slash Top, Gen 2 starters, Hydreigon, Slowking, Ariados, Fortress, Skarmory, Porygon Z, and I'm going to stop it now since there's since those were a lot. <laughs> Thanks, gents. Keep up the good work. Ooh. I'd like I'd like to see Dragonite's Mega Evolution just be like a really awesome Dragonair that was <laughs> in a, like a, a suit. It, it, it just sheds would... the dragon cocoon and becomes this like beautiful, elegant sky beast. I would prefer Mega Dragonite to just be Dragonite wearing a tuxedo. Ooh, I like that. Be... I think that'd be a good one. He's ready to take out the knight. Uh, <laughs> you want to get this one from uh, Nitto Kingdom, Gator? All right. This bail bag is called Shuckolution, so listen up, uh, This Shamu. is going to be great for Shamu, I think. Hello, oh. Thatch and whoever he has. I'm a longtime listener and first-time writer. As I was listening to last week's conversation about which evolutions we'd like to see in Sun and Moon, I thought the list of all of the no-evolution mons that were still out there. Deep in my thoughts, I logged on to a random battle and showdown, and as if a gift from Arceus himself, Shuckle was the first Pokemon in my party. I set up a Sticky Webs and Stealth Rocks. I started to wonder what a Shuckle evolution would be. Personally, I think the little guy deserves something. He's been around since Gen 2, was stolen by Silver, and has not gotten a lot of the attention he's due, outside of random showdown battles. And really, all he does is there is set up and be annoying to the opponent. I'm not clever enough, nor have I had enough coffee yet to come up with a name for Shuckle Evolution, but I would like to see him get his keep his bug rock typing. I think that he can complete with Crustle as a semi-viable threat, or at least something fun to play through the game with. Let me know your thoughts, and if you would come up with a cool name. Also, once Pokemon Go comes out, I'm all Team Yellow. Not to jump on Puckle Team Yellow bandwagon, but I'll definitely be right there with you guys. From Denver, Nitto Kingdom. Ooh. What would you call the... Shuckle's evolution. I'd call it Puckle. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the exact same. I think, I think that's the only appropriate name that you can come up with. Okay. <laughs> and it's like, just I, if it had an evolution, I would use it, but I just don't see it. I don't ever see it. I don't. It's already yeah. got the maximum base stats it can for defense and uh, special defense. But, I just don't see that working out. But like, give it, it an evolution and give it Eviolite. <laughs> that sounds oh. even worse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it might get. Shamu, how does that? Ma- how does that make your heart feel to think of a shuckle with Eviolite? Actually, uh, I, I kind of like that. Actually, that sounds <laughs> awful. That sounds, that sounds, that sounds absolutely good. awful. That sounds really good. Actually, I can literally just run stall shuckle, but much more consistently. That just sounds yeah. awful. Oh man, and then with that contrary ability. Ooh. <laughs> shelf mash, yeah. Shelf mash. Power shelf power swap still. too. Oh. All right. All right. So I got or this pack, next one. Or whatever, not swap or... From a new list or a new writer, I should say, Ports. Um, so he says, Greetings, Puckle Crew. It's Ports, the project prodigal son of Pokemon. I, like many people my age, grew up with Gen 1 and 2. But hit those awkward teenage years where anything from your childhood was uncool, and thus missed out on some truly amazing games. 
Over the years, I'd come back to play the games I loved and even bought Soul Silver. It's definitely the best remake. Lugia rules. I've since found my way back home to Pokemon. With the announcement of Oraz, I decided to go all in. I've purchased two 3DS systems since then, including a 20th anniversary one. As well as Oraz and X. I'll get Y someday. I love competitive battling, but since I missed out on those formative years, I have a lot of catching up to do. Well, this is a great like generation to do it. I feel like the meta is super balanced and it's a lot of fun. I participated in the St. Louis Regional in February and did fairly well for my first tournament. I made one poor move in my second game that will haunt me forever. After that second round loss, I went on to drop two more because I was too focused on that one move. Anyway, sorry for the long intro. As a new member, I wanted to introduce myself to the community. Wonderful. I love it. Absolutely. As for the mailbag question, one of my favorite Pokemon of all time is Toxicroak. The poison fighting combo is really interesting, although completely garbage in terms of weaknesses because of ground, psychic, and flying are everywhere in the meta. Four words, Gale Wings Brave Bird. <laughs> or shortening that up, two words, Bird Spam. Uh, Smogon Bird, uh, Talonflame. Smogon Bird works too, but Bird Spam is literally what it, it yeah. is. It's just right Bird Spam. It's a Bird Spam. It's absolutely not viable in VGC with 65 base defenses, 85 base speed, and common weaknesses. But perhaps with the Mega Evolution, it could have a chance. I would love to be able to use it competitively. Like Thatch said of another Pokemon, I forgot which, I feel like Toxicroak's design is pretty complete, and I'm not sure what's, what a second evolution would look like. I'm not holding out any hope of Toxicroak ever getting a Mega, but it's one of my favorites, and I don't feel like anyone ever talks about it. Maybe now I'll get a little love. Thank you all for what you do this for the, ah. Thank you all for what you do for this community. I'm looking forward to getting more involved in the future. Like Thatch, I'm getting married soon, so I haven't had much time for Pokemon. Ports out. Uh, P.S. Do I have to say something about flip flops in my sign off? I probably should. Catch you on the flippity flop. Ports out. <laughs> that was pretty good. The ending. Uh, that's actually really cool. I wonder if he's from the St. Louis area. If he is. He should come to PuckleCon because we have a lot of people from that area coming to PuckleCon. <laughs> um, okay. So, Shamu, you want to get this next one from uh, Red Finisher? All right. Hello, Puckle Crew. This is Red Finisher bringing you an answer to the mailbag. I would love Farfetch'd to get a Mega. I know it's a little far-fetched, but I think they need to add more to him. He's just a joke Pokemon, I think they could make him competitively viable and see some more use. On a little more serious note, Mega for Gen 2... Uh, Gen 2 would, starters. That's what oh, Gen... Mean. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. A Mega for Gen 2 starters would be awesome, or even Mega Waylord. See you on the flip-flop, Red Finisher. Uh, Mega Farfetch seems to be a favorite here. Yeah. Mega I Farfetch. think it's just, like, the uh, the joke. I guess. Like, I don't oh, know. Mega Farfetch is so just random and dumb. I don't know. Like, Mega Farfetch, he gets like a bigger leak, or he's a cooked duck. That would be even better. <laughs> he's steel. He's steel flying type be because great. he's in the pot, you know, being cooked. He's got. He's wearing the pot on his head. That's, yeah, the, that's the whole. Mega there we go. That's the way it should work. Any of the kettle on his head or something. Yeah, that'd it? be perfect. That'd be perfect. Too good. <laughs> two leaks. Mega evolution. Two leaks. Not one. <laughs> two. No, he uh, needs to go completely meta. He needs to be the Pokemon Deadpool. Oh my god! Yeah, he's and, just like he's like dual wielding leaks. He's got. So... I'm gonna imagine the design. He's got one leak. He's got the pot in his head, and he has like the top of the pot in his other hand for like a yeah. shield. 
Like, oh my gosh, that'd be even better. <laughs> like it needs to it needs to have something with him being cooked as a duck. Like it really does to just like go full circle with the reference that is far fetched. That would just be that would be like the ultimate way to do it. And it wouldn't make it would be whatever you did. It wouldn't be bad because he's still far fetched. <laughs> he he has he had, um was it? Is there a fire type for like a fire version? A fire version of the what? Flash fire, like oh. water absorbent stuff. So like he gained health from getting hit by fire. No, there's not. There's not a fla- like flash fires as close as you get to that. It should be like a fire version though, like water absorb. Like so, like he just gains health because he's being cooked more. <laughs> And he gets access to Scald. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. All right. Uh, Gator, you want to get this next one from Azumamola? Oh, old friend Azumamola. Azumamola. Oh, my God. Whoa, here we go. Flashback, hey, right? Hey, Puckle Crew, it's been way too long. It's me, your old pal, Azumamola. Man, last time I was active was like two years ago, back when Ransom was still a gym leader. People were posting in the tight counter forum game daily. And me and Mr. Maximus were number one and number two on the badges leaderboard on the homepage sidebar. It's crazy how things have changed. My old buddies Gator and Mr. Maximus are now part of the podcast. The site is different and amazing, and Thatch is getting married. I think Thatch has always been getting married. I've been engaged for two years. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> I've, I've been – I haven't met Thatch not – get engaged to be married so that's true i think literally when we started like talking a lot gator i had already been engaged <laughs> so i don't know uh, uh as you might have been a little off on that one and i'd like to point out azuba mola is the guy who helped me the most in completing my uh living decks that's he was right always he was always jumping in making offers he was he was clutch um Let's see. Back to the mailbag. I left the world of Pokemon a while ago and I'm now getting back into it. The announcement of Sun and Moon got me hyped up about Pokemon again, and I'm currently in the process of replaying all the generations. I'm in the middle of Pearl at playthrough right now. On the competitive side, I've never been that stellar at battling. Throwback to getting swept 6-0 by Quiver Dance Volcarona in the first round of the 2014 Summer Tournament. But as of now, I'm trying to use my mediocre battling skills to get into VGC, and it's a whole new world compared to my old OU life. I'll definitely be active on the forums and chat room over the summer, asking for help from you guys, and I hope to see some of my other old friends like Quilava Kid and Lightlink on there. Are they even still active? Uh, uh, Lightlink, I think, is. And I've got Quilava Kid on Xbox. I'll shoot him a message and be like, hey, Quilava Kid, get back on here. <laughs> um, as well as getting to know all the new members who have joined in the last two years. All right, now it's time to answer all 84 mailbag questions that I missed. <laughs> oh, God. I wrote in. Just kidding. <laughs> I'd like totally. to listen. <laughs> to be fair, it's, it's only funny because this happened more than it should have. Of people writing it. Okay, I've missed 38 mailbags. Let's go. I'm going to answer all of them. And not give you the question that I'm answering. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, man. All right. So the evolutions I'd most like to see in Sun and Moon would probably be Megas for Zangoose and Saviper. I've always thought they were really cool Pokemon, quite frankly, and I was surprised they didn't get Megas and Oras since they're kind of staples of Hoenn, at least in my book. Anyways, I'm happy to be back, and I'll be seeing you guys around. Viva la revolution, Azu. All right. Uh, we oh, got no, time, I, I think, for uh, one more. So let me – I'm just going to click one uh, here. Okay. I've got, I've got this one from the Sentient Pokeball. Uh, last time uh, on the adventures of the Sentient Pokeball – not much happened other than talking about how a shiny Tauros had perfect IVs and a hidden ability. But this time, 
we are going to experience lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. While Tauros really needs rock climb not to suffer life orb recoil from sheer force, it can still run return because it doesn't have a missed chance, and because it's still pretty po- powerful. So while Bosephus was traversing through Kalos, he had my Pokeball at the front of his party because Tauros is still a pretty good Pokemon, and he ran into a triple battle. This trainer, who was suspiciously named Ace Trainer Dorothy, threw out a Pyroar, Perugly, and Nursering, while Bosephus threw out Tauros, Waylord, and Avalug. Perugly, purely because its species, its species name is the Tiger Cat Pokemon. Otherwise, I can't think of a Tiger Pokemon. Good thing it wasn't a triple battle where both threw out three Waylords. Anyway, while the battle rages on, that brings us to our this week's mailbag. I think that a lot of those Pokemon I just mentioned are deserving of a Mega. But what I want specifically to talk about, Avalug, because it was the Pokemon of the Week last podcast. I think Omega is more likely because that is how Pokemon games will probably operate from now on, and because an Eviolite Avalug will probably be too bulky. That's true. Either way, hearing his Pokedex entry made me think a lot about how it could change. Firstly, it says that his body is as hard as steel. So why not have the first Ice-Steel-type Pokemon with this Mega Evolution? That would fit right in with the description of looking like an aircraft carrier, because they're made out of steel, and its new design could be that, with a little Bergmite aircraft all over it. Uh, competitively, it would remove its weakness to Stealth Rocks, making it a more effective spinner, while giving it a 4 times weakness to both Fighting, Fire, and a newfound weakness to Ground. Looking at that, maybe it's not such a great idea for a supposedly physical wall, but design-wise, it would it'd still be cool. For the ability, I can imagine something like Water Absorb, because it's a ship, or alternatively, make a new ability that nullifies Fighting-type moves, because punching an aircraft carrier doesn't sound like a productive use of time. This Pokemon would be great for taking on both dragons and fairies, two important types in the current metagame, and if it had an, impo- an immunity to fighting, I could see its usage at least being UU. Stat-wise, I would add 30 more attack and bump up special defense about 80 or 90. That's a huge increase. I don't think any Pokemon sees that with a Mega. Well, that's a lot. Uh, maybe 20 more defense, uh, because why not? And not to do with not to do much with its speed or special attack. They really only get like 100. Yeah. I believe. And Beedrill got a lot just because they lowered stats. Um, like the only reason you're getting more than that is they lower certain stats. Yeah. And so. not to do much with its speed or special attack. There are plenty of other ideas I have for making new Mega or Evolutions, but this email is already getting slightly long, so I'll leave it there. And I'll catch you guys on the flip-flop because flip-flops are too mainstream. Um, actually, we could do one more, and I think we should do the one... From Celebrandas, if I can find him. Uh, uh he's underneath. Uh, he's up at the top. I got it. Yeah, right. because I skipped his last time, and I didn't want to do that to him okay. again. Hey, Pokemon crew, Celebrandas here for another mailbag. Not much has happened related to Pokemon this week because finals are closing in, but I did have time to help Alphonse come closer to his dream of becoming an Aggron. He just needs five or six more levels, and he'll be there. As for the mailbag, I don't really want any new evolutions. All I want is a pre-evolution for Lapras. Lapras has always been one of my favorite Pokemon. I've been surprised that it never received any love outside of having a unique Surf Sprite. Can it be called that? An X and Y? It's time for Lapras to have its stay in the spotlight. Thanks for the awesome podcast, Celebrandas. Alright, and that is the final email for today. Because if not, we're going to be going for another 15 minutes. Uh, but thank you to everybody else who did send in emails and those of you who we did read. read. Um, 
It, we appreciate it. And again, we want the mailbag question next time to be, what is your favorite steel type Pokemon? Send that into pucklepodcast at gmail.com. We will be more than happy to read as many of them as we can without getting too tired. <laughs> um, and in the meantime, if you're looking for some more fun things to do this week, uh, Puckle wise, first of all, we should be having a Puckle movie club podcast this week. So check that out on Thursday. Uh, but you can also follow us on social media to find out when that stuff is happening, as well as other cool Puckle-related events. So you can check that out at our Twitter, at Puckle Podcast, our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Puckle Podcast, our subreddit, r slash Puckle, our Tumblr, which is pucklepodcast.tumblr.com. Uh, that has, like, awesome articles on stuff. Uh, Gator knows more about it than I do. Just go to the website, pucklepodcast.com. we got links to everything. We do. And then on top of that, if you uh, want to get more involved in Puckle, you can always uh, set, donate a couple of dollars to us at uh, patreon.com slash pucklepodcast. There are some awesome rewards there, and we're I love those guys. Those guys made the Puckle live shows we do every month possible. And yeah, um, last thing though, mo- most importantly, if you have the time, go to iTunes, give us, drop us a review. It would really help us get more people to help us find it. Uh, find us on the internets and on iTunes. So please do that if you have the time. It would be much appreciated. So I guess that's it for me. Oh, I'd like to announce that we're going to do our best to get ourselves on Google Play. Oh, that's um, true. Yes. Absolutely. I saw that was just recently released. So we're going to try to get a podcast on there. So if you have Google Play and you like to listen to podcasts in one place, then we're keep an eye out for us. Yep. All right. So... Until next time, then, I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Shemu. And I'm Gator. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.